FYI, this podcast contains spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 453 of the podcast that goes snicked, snicked. I'm your host Jason and this is going to be a very bonus episode as we just talk briefly about Free Comic Book Day 2021 and the offering, the Wolverine offering it kind of had. (laughs) And then we're also going to catch up on a one panel cameo uh, that I actually missed um, in cable number 12, which is the end of that series. So we'll talk about that a little bit just so we have a little more room on the episode for other things when I meet up next with the Escalabros. So I'll definitely probably just get a couple of sentences on their thoughts and on the ending of the book, but uh, I'll, I'll just go into it a little bit here. So we're going to start with the Avengers slash Hulk free comic book day issue. Now it's a cover by Ryan Otley and it says the Avengers also featuring the Hulk, but the Hulk's really big. The Avengers are kind of in the background and kind of in faded uh, light coloring. <laughs> the Hulk looks awesome. He's great. And he's pounding the ground and rubble is flying up in the air, including some kind of like alien skull, maybe? Yeah, some kind of alien like uh, a head with horns on the side and the skull. So it's, it's a pretty cool cover nonetheless. Um, so this Avengers story... Let me skip to the end here where the credits are. Is The Tower at the Center of Everything by Jason Aaron and Abon Quello. Uh, colors by Brian Reaver. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> and so what we have is we have inside a black hole at the dark heart of all that is lies the God Quarry, Infinity's End. A bedrock made from the fossilized corpses of deities long fallen and forgotten. And it's just this red, I mean, it's kind of like Mars, but like floating rocks, and it's made of dead, dead gods. But there's a tower, it's a multiversal Avengers tower, and it's got all kinds of like satellite dishes and wires and all kinds of stuff, and many Starks and Thors and Visions took many days to build it but it's just manned by um, multiversal or omniversal deathlocks it looked pretty great um, and there's some kind of like huge like time tsunami like affecting all the timelines and the universes so the deathlocks are all dispersed to go to specific universes like we have of course R616 mentioned and then we follow a deathlock who's going to earth 10222. And this is the world where Atlantis never sunk. And it's a paradise. And everybody is in peace and harmony and just productive. And we see that uh, Namor has like a Captain America type suit. And he's the leader of the Atlantean Avengers. It's kind of cool because his shield is like the red and white circles. But then the star is like a giant starfish. So that's kind of the motif there. It it looks fine. Um, There's like an Iron Man in a giant water deep diver suit. There's a couple of Atlantean heroes and a giant 
shark, green shark guy or girl or them, not sure. Um, so that's what he's expecting to find in Deathlock. But when he gets there, it's all like red skies tonight. Oh, 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 Anyway, um, and he's attacked by a wolverine with a beard and a big collar and a chain. And this wolverine attacks him. Of course, Deathlock shoots him. He's like, what's wrong with this planet? It's all dried up. There's no, where's Atlantis? Where are the Avengers in his internal computer? Or, um, what do they refer to him? Um... Avenger Prime, which I don't, they don't really say if that's a person, or if it's like the main Deathlock who's guarding the tower, or if it's just like the Avengers Multiverse Tower AI, but whatever it is, it's talking to the Deathlocks, and they say they can no longer register Atlantis or the Avengers of this timeline, and they can't even find the history of it, so like the timeline is being erased and rebuilt, which, you know, kind of sounds like some of the stuff from the Loki TV show. Anyway, he shoots Wolverine, he lands, he shoots Wolverine some more, just for good measure. And then this giant, or not giant, this flaming skull bounces at his feet, and it's a ghost rider. And he's like, run away! And then he blows up. And then, uh, the Deathlock is killed, and we see a voice says, another Deathlock, what are we going to do? And they're like, oh, we'll, we'll take care of it. And we meet the multiverse masters of evil. So we have... Dr. Doom in, like, copper armor, um, and some fur trimming, and then his green, of course, hood and cape, and then what looks like Madam Mask, maybe, and then a, a green Ghost Rider on a Goblin Glider, and then Spider-Man 2099 with Venom suit, Kid Thanos, of course, our Wolverine character, it looks like someone's janking his chain. Uh, I think maybe the Madame Mask character. And then like an evil either Iron Man or a cross between Iron Man and the Crimson Dynamo. Um, and they're the, the Masters of Evil and they're coming to attack all the multiverse. Yeah, and they're gonna, you know, take over the whole multiverse. Just one planet, timeline, universe at a time. So the art is pretty good. Um, of course, I've come to enjoy uh, Quello quite a bit, and colors look good. I mean, having an evil Wolverine on the Multiversal Masters of Evil is fine. It definitely looks like he's being used almost like a mindless attack dog. Um, that, that's fine. Whatever. Um, we'll see what it does. Um, then our Hulk story is Ignition by Donnie Cates and Ryan Otley with Frank Martin on the colors. Um... And basically, this is, you know, where the Hulk book is going to go after Immortal Hulk. The beloved, pretty long <laughs> story by Ewing and company. Mostly Bennett, but some other artists. Some of them actually preferred. But anyway, I've talked about that before. Um, so we have Modoc is trying to take AIM into space. And Hulk crashes the party. He throws a train, literally, through the base. Uh, Modoc is, of course, mad. Hulk says he needs some equipment. Now, he's pretty smart. And this version of Hulk. And I'm several issues behind on Immortal Hulk, so I don't know really what's going on and what his status quo is. But um, anyway, he starts beating up some AIM agents, but MODOK releases Project Godos, G-O-D-O-S, which is giant organism designed only for smashing. 
and it's a Modoc head on a giant armored body that tries to smash the Hulk, and it shoots a, a, a forehead beam. Of course, Hulk is able to take it out with the same train, and he grabs a helmet and a green spaceship and says he's going off exploring. That's what he's always wanted to do. He's tired of being a, a hero or a monster. He just wants to go off and explore. So next is Operation Smash, Smash Trinot. Uh, that can be a cool direction to go for the book. I mean, obviously, when, when Ewings concludes his story, I mean... I've seen some people kind of like complaining and are worried that like that's all going to get undone and I don't think it'll necessarily get undone it probably won't be referenced constantly I mean it was a pretty deep story with kind of lots of lovers and I think this one was like it's going to be more just Hulk smash <laughs> which is fine I mean yeah, I, I understand, like, the, the lamentation that maybe, um, you know, they don't want to see Hulk just go back to an ordinary, like, superhero book. But this sounds almost more like putting Hulk in a Fantastic Four-type book. Like, just kind of off exploring different worlds and stuff. And that's definitely part of his legacy, right? He kind of just went all over the place, like, in the late 60s, early 70s. Um, you know, the world with Jarella and just going to different dimensions and stuff. So, I mean... That that could still be cool. It'll obviously be different. It'll probably be tonally very different, at least looking at these pages, right? Uh, Otley's more of a classic, um, kind of stylized, cartoonish superhero action. So not going to have like the, probably the horror art that we've seen on Immortal Hulk. Um, and Case is a different kind of writer than Ewing. And you know, that's really neither good nor bad, depending on your personal taste and preference. But, I mean, I would expect it to be a little more straightforward, um, a little more driven by plot and, you know, twist there. With, you know, but surprise and decent characterization, too. I mean, Kate's did really good with um, uh, Dylan, you know, Venom's son. So, I, I think he has definitely the potential to add some emotional elements. I've enjoyed his Thor quite a bit. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'm not a huge, like, like rabid Hulk reader, but um, as far as I mean, it's hard to grade a book like this because it's really just like previews for what's coming up after the next couple of arcs. I'm assuming this Avengers because it says it starts in Avengers 50, which I think should be like right after the current She-Hulk story that is going, which I have not really read much of. Uh, not really, I haven't really been a huge fan of Jason Aaron's Avengers, which I've said on here several times. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean. It's good art in both situations. The stories are fine. I would give this a 4 out of 6 if I had to grade it. Not bad for a free comic. <laughs> 4 might be a little generous, but that's okay. That's okay. Okay, well, wow. Uh, I said this would be short. It's going to be pretty short. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we will talk about next cable number 12 in our bite-sized episode. So this is Summer's End, or Shakespeare in the Zark, which even after reading this, I don't... Oh, well, sometimes Zark is the optic blast sound effect, so okay, that makes sense. Uh, written by Jerry Dugan, art by Phil Noto, letters by Mises Joe Sabino, designed by Tom Mueller, cover by Phil Noto. And this cover is half of Old Man Cable's face in a close-up, and it's fine. All right, 
So, I won't lie, I've read this twice, and I don't. It's a little hard to follow. Basically, you know, Strife took over part of Limbo, and the Summers family, including old and young Cable, went to attack him. So, old Cable's fighting Strife, Cyclops and young Cable decide to also jump into the action, and then we have this weird, like, skimmer, and the Domino's driving with Deadpool, Gene, Rachel, Hope, and... Esme, I believe is the correct cuckoo sister that Cable was dating. Yes. And they're just plowing down like demons. Um, and there's, there's some fun kind of fighting. Um, Esme tries to get into Strife's mind, but she just sees basically this continuous loop of violence between Cable and Strife all across multiple timelines. And then, you know, where Apocalypse has the has the baby Nathan and tells him, prove your worth. And just kind of all the different fights. And so she backs out. They're still fighting each other. We find out that originally, <laughs> it's classic like rom-com almost. Um, Esme's like, originally we were just keeping tabs on you, but then I fell in love with you. Um, because basically, and Gene was suspicious, I think like, many fans that maybe Kid Cable was actually Strife himself. And so different telepaths took turns basically monitoring Kid Cable all the time on Krakoa. And the Cuckoo Sisters were originally part of that, but Esme fell for him. So there, you know, it started off as a ruse, but our love is real. It's kind of classic rom-com. And of course, Kid Cable's like, well, I'm glad you know, it worked out that way. And then they fight some more, uh, kill some demons, Old Man Cable and King Cable team up. And Strife's like, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm a mutant. I want to go to Krakoa. You have to accept me. And they're like, what? What do you say? I can't. My ears are ringing. <laughs> and then they both shoot him through the chest. And Deadpool's like, oh, okay. I guess I'll get the body. Um, and so they, they go home. And then there's some kind of wrap-up with just kind of the volume, right? Uh, Cable takes the uh, Space Knight sword and goes to find that last Space Knight and... Uh, lightnings him through the sword and he turns into little balls and plant seeds and grows a metal flower so maybe they'll Cable says maybe they'll regrow Galadorian civilization then Kid Cable says goodbye to Esme then he goes to the moon says bye to his family Cyclops says I'm proud of you then they go to and that's where Wolverine's there he brings Cyclops some beer help him drink away his sorrows um and then King Cable and Old Cable team back up. Uh, old Man Cable gives Kid Cable the new one of the metal arms with Bella, the AI. And they say, okay, we got to go fix the future. I'm going to stay here. You go back to the future. And back to the future, Marty. And everything will be fine. Then there's some woman I don't recognize who talks to Old Man Cable. And I'm not real sure where in the story it takes place. If it's before all this, after all this, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so King Cable goes back to the future, helps people fight, and then, of course, all the mutant babies are returned to their parents, but one of them got, they lost one baby and got two back. They're twins, and we, the camera zooms out, and one of the kids laying in the crib has a glowy eye, so it's Cable, Strive, somebody, I don't know. Um, art's great, story was kind of confusing, maybe I just wasn't in the right headspace to follow along, so I'm not necessarily saying it's badly written or anything, I just cable stuff kind of gives me a headache anyway <laughs> like it's I, I like him as a character, but I don't love all the timey-wimey stuff all the time, and it's not my favorite aspect of him 
Um, and especially it's just multiple branches of just all, I mean, the future he comes from is never the same and, and whatever. And that's fine. That's cable. That's part of his mythos. That's just not my favorite part. Um, and I, you know, we talked about with the Escalvaros and a little bit with Grant that, um, you know, weren't necessarily looking for a strife story, but it seemed like this one was going okay, and the ending is fine. I mean, they they defeat strife this time, but know that they'll have to fight him again in different times, and you know that's just kind of the endless endless cycle. And it's kind of okay with it. Um, those you know, sometimes cable wins, sometimes strife wins, sometimes there's more than one cable. I guess in theory, sometimes there could be more than one strife. I don't know. I mean. It was fine. I really enjoyed this volume overall. Uh, it kind of ended with a little bit of a whimper for me, to be honest. Um, so, I don't know. I'm going to give Cable 12, 3 out of 6 claws. That's really all, all I kind of have to say. So, this is super short, guys. <laughs> so, um, I will try to get out another episode real soon. Um, actually, um, we have the Sabretooth and the Gambit mini solo series from the 90s coming up. And actually, at the time of this recording... We have just recorded the ninth anniversary episode of Fatal Attractions with several guests. So that's going to be real fun. That should be out, mm, depending on when I can schedule the Gambit episode, because I'm going to have at least a plan right now, if nothing falls through, is to have Grant come on and do that one with me, because he's our biggest Gambit gumbo supporter. Um, so if I can get that scheduled correctly and get that out, then those will both be out. And then the anniversary episode will be hot on its heels. Because it's, it's pretty much done. I'm, I've been editing it a little bit at a time. It's pretty long. <laughs> so a little more editing than is normally required on my part. But um, yeah, so that's what's all coming down the pike. And then, of course, also pretty soon with Escalabros, we'll be talking about, you know, new X comics and new X news. There's been a lot of news lately with all the some different moving and shaking and substack and all that fun. But also... The Trial of Magneto is starting and coming out. So we'll be talking about that as well um, with the Escalabro. So quite a bit exciting coming hopefully very soon. But yeah, uh, until then, uh, for the podcast of Ghost Nick, you can like the Facebook page. Twitter is at SnickCast. Show notes and stuff for SnickCast.podbean.com. And please, everyone, stay safe, stay well. I know, you know, cases with the Delta variant kind of back on the rise, so please just be be good to each other out there, take care of your families and yourself, and, and whoever else you need to take care of, and yeah, that's going to do it, so until next time, hugs and snicks everyone, bye bye, and snacked. <laughs>